I, I, I don't know how they survive with that, to be honest with you. Like, how people can continue to just be hanging up on this game. Like, I, I've lost – I've lost interest yeah, in that in 20 years. Mind you, they called it a deep dive part two. Where was the first fucking deep dive? Uh, was I, I, the, I mean, was they, the X Factor one. They, 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 I think they switched up their titles like after the fact because it, because even, yeah. And as far as it being a deep dive, for me, it seemed like it was a deep dive in the kiddie pool. <laughs> I don't know what it right. is. Well, we'll get to the show. Let's do the intros and we'll keep on ad-libbing after that. This is First rain, first and Frame Rates, episode 68. Um, Would have started off a little bit earlier, a couple minutes late, but um, life, I mean, nothing special going on, but we're here. Um, this is the same trio back again. Myself, DJ81, Bill's fourth. We're going to talk about sports and sports gaming. Um, and we have a handful of topics. Um, we're going to get into... Uh, the first part of sports titles because that's been on the poll for like three weeks now. It's been going on for a while. We haven't touched on it, but we're actually going to talk about the Warriors and KD. We're going to talk about the Lakers. What's going on over there? We're going to talk about this uh, uh, shallow dive of the Magic Twenty gameplay. <laughs> I mean, I, kiddie, I, I, kiddie yeah, pool dive. Yeah, kiddie pool dive. The kiddie pool. Yeah, because I didn't get anything out of that. And this thing that you may see on the I end, almost fell asleep. <laughs> I mean, this thing uh, in, the, in the last part of uh, the title, this thing about St. Thomas, um, you may not know anything about it now, but we're going to discuss it. It's actually pretty interesting. And uh, I wonder if other um, schools and conferences may go through this as far as competition and athletes getting better. But um, I think that's going to be an interesting topic that we could touch uh, on at the end. But uh, anyway, um Episode 68, we're chugging right along. Uh, Bills, man, how's everything going for you? Just working, man. About to finish the production on Limbo, so I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, just chugging along. Yeah, yeah, same here. Working, I've been out the last couple of days, so I've been doing a lot of daddy stuff with my son and cleaning up up here in this game room because me and him been uh been destroying this place, playing around, but... Other than that, everything's cool. DJ, man, what about you? How's your week? Um, I, I've been suffering for most of the week. Uh, Sunday, I suffered. Uh, I don't think they're even bruised ribs. I think, I think I suffered a cracked rib. Ouch! In a in a game I played in Sunday. So I don't know if I'll be able to go for the playoffs uh, next week. We don't oh, have a game this week, obviously, because it's Memorial Day weekend. But uh, the week after, we start playoffs, and no, I don't pulling the KD. Oh boy, Katie had a strained Achilles. Well, he's hurt too. That's, that's what I'm saying. You, 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 you're, you're it's not the same. He's not playing in the playoffs. It's not the same. He's not playing in the playoffs. Same. He played Bro. in the playoffs until he got hurt. Oh, so you're just saying that you're not going to make the playoffs at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and for that, your Falcons will not. Be playing in the playoffs this coming season. I don't think too. the Redskins. So, um, I don't think the Redskins will make eight wins, let alone the playoffs. We have more Super Bowl titles than you guys. Oh yes, my do, God! Is, that is in that right there. And there were playoff games that hold, we ended your season and you can hold in an embarrassing on to all fashion. That. So you can, you can hold on to all of that as your team just falters away throughout the season. Like you can hold on to the well, and then you, like, you can like hold on to the twenty-eight to three, and then you're yeah. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, DJ. I think. 
I think VF has a bit of an advantage because at least his team How? made it to a game. Because at least How? his team – because How? at least – are you going to let me finish? How? Are you going to keep being a baby? I'm just saying, How? It's like the Redskins, the, the Cowboys – they always hold on to the past and don't even right. think about the future. At least the Falcons made it to a game to lose a 28-3 lead. So we is that the Falcons' that that consolation prize? That is not our At least we made we it to a game to lose? No, we don't, we don't hang on it. We embrace well, it. Mean, we keep moving forward. The, yeah, you We're, hang on the that hell. I understand. Well, I, mean, I understand that, yo, you know, right in the middle, VF. right at the end of we 18 have, is we, an we L. Yo, yo, We hang on. We understand what happened to move forward. He has nothing to talk about this season. Yo, VF, it's cool. It's cool because, cool because the consolation prize for the Redskins is to make sure that their quarterback doesn't get injured before the end of the season. That's right. been hard for them to even do that. Right. So he can't really talk shit. But, 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 but he can always hold on to three Super Bowls. Give a damn about this season. Let's just talk about the three Super Bowls. Well, who gives a fuck about when Reagan was in office? I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, Bush was in office when Oh, here we go. Yeah, okay. And the other one were when Bush was Reagan in office. Was in office when it happened. So, I mean, it's Bush a, still yeah. doesn't. Still doesn't change the fact that we have three Super Bowl victories and there you go. Falcons how many Super Bowl L's in the past? I mean, hey, look, I can't I have no defense for that. I mean, you do have three, but I mean, let's talk about what's happening this year. You got two running backs that 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 came off ACL injuries, and y'all talking about rushing for uh, uh having a balanced offense when you have both guys with one leg. I mean, you got a rookie quarterback that that could be great, but right now, now he's a rookie quarterback. I mean, it's really yeah, arguing yeah. over a fucking jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if, no, if you're going to no, talk no. about what, what type of offense they're going to run, be factual. What happened? Be factual and say that they're going <laughs> to be pass heavy, like they've been in the last 15 years. What happened, so. Ruben Foster? He's still, he's still on a he's still on an injury cart, right? But but no, y'all have those three Super Bowls. See, you know what's funny? I don't wish injury upon anybody's team or whatnot. All I talk about is the direct result of a team. You're talking about, oh, look at look at Ruben Foster. All of a sudden now he's on the injury, he's on the injury list first thing out the gate. How can I wish injury on somebody that's already hurt? How can I wish Yeah, but you're using the injury to one to one up me right now. So I said I'm just saying we're talking about the present of the team. I mean, there's a plethora of injuries he could use to one up your team if he really wanted to get that. I mean, let's let's talk about the let's talk about the present. I mean, you want to talk about the past. I have no defense for the past. You got the you got the point on that. Now, since you got your point on that, let's talk about the present. What what's going on? Crickets. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, no, are you mad because we before mad. we kind of fried you before you got on before you I'm dropped us mad. the link? I'm not mad. I'm not listen, you can't slap me on that. That that that's a different issue. Well, at least we made it on time. Right, exactly. Barely. We were so left. We didn't even start the podcast. Well, this is starting the podcast on a good note. Fuck it, they enjoying it. Who cares? Right, exactly. Everybody who's in yeah, all six people. What's up, everybody? Yeah, we, we appreciate everybody who's here. I mean, this is what we do all the time, back and forth. It's all good. Um, we're not going to talk about the Warriors right now because obviously we, I mean, that's going to be a pretty good topic. Let's talk about what just happened. Madden Twenty gameplay stream just went off, and there was no gameplay. I didn't see any footage. I just saw a bunch of computerized. Um, I, I saw a bunch. Of, I saw a bunch of Luke Keekley. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that that that's their ant footage. That's the the technology, the the animation technology. I'm sh and to tell you the truth, that's the proper animation that they use to to demo stuff. But what know. we're used to, but what we're used to is actual in-game footage of this happening and not ant footage. So they hyped this up ever since the very first deep dive. What was the first one they yeah. did? Uh, the fucking quarterback one or whatever. Yeah, the QB one. Ever since the QB one and the college football atmosphere thing was gonna come in, they said May twenty third was gonna be the day where you got all this stuff going on with Madden twenty. You're gonna find out what's going. And all I heard was a bunch of playbook stuff, some Philly special stuff, RPO. And to me, it could have been the way it looked like. It looked like it was just a playbook um deep dive. Hold on, so, so, so what? So what y'all saying is we we've seen more gameplay from Cal Anderson. Ooh, low key, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, as bad oh, as the okay. gameplay was, we saw more gameplay from Cal Anderson. Man, you it's gonna be right. hard to laugh during this segment just because of what I said earlier. So, yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, if I mean, if we had Boo in here, you wouldn't have any reason to laugh. But you know, you're not lucky wow. enough to have Boo. I'm sorry, I'm not not really. But um, yeah. The two said we have great chemistry. He loves it. I love that. That's great. Yeah, man. He's been another loyal listener. He's not quite Chris Thomas, you know, but he's right below Chris Thomas as far as um. I know. So the, also, I wasn't listening to what they said, but he said that there wasn't going to be no gameplay. They said we have to wait to E3, but um. The title, the of, uh, the yeah, title. who the hell wants to wait till EA play? But I got a question though. But the title of the deep dive is what? Game gameplay. Oh, All right, <laughs> it didn't say it didn't say playbook deep dive. See, that's what I took from it. Didn't it. say it. It didn't say wait till EA played deep dive. It didn't say it didn't say it didn't say last Twitch stream review. It said gameplay deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet. I'm oh, be, I love it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm really feeling better and better about EA Origin Access on PC because I can pay my fit. See, I, I don't kill my subscription to it. I haven't used it, so I killed my subscription. But when Madden 20 comes out, I can easily just pay $15, try it out for a month, and if I don't like it, only lose $15. As of right now, I wouldn't even go that far now. Yeah, I mean, as of what as of what I see so far, I don't have a problem with paying the $15. But I mean, if I if it gets worse and worse, like like EA Play and E3, if it's nothing impressed me, I may just not even buy the the EA the EA Origin Access, even though there's See, other the games. Is like it's not like the shit that they're talking about is bad. It's just like who gives a fuck about the shit they talked about when the title of your stream was gameplay deep dive. Right. Like we came looking for at the very least maybe a trailer. Even if it's not like you know a crazy fleshed out like detailed blog that they're going over, at least give us like a gameplay trailer so we can see what it looks like. I mean, at least give us some plays and how one play works against the other, right. something like that. You know, or give us examples of the you know like they were talking about the trajectories. Well, give us an example of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's gameplay. Like when you want to see a player run between the tackles, or you want to see a certain catch animation we haven't seen before or haven't seen in a while, or, or seeing how players tackle, 
or you know, like you said, ball trajectory. Don't bring up signature anim running animations and don't show that because that's just the most simple thing. Just go to the practice mode and show them running straight. It's not that hard. Right. You know, I mean, they could have done that. Matter of fact, they showed more gameplay with that Aaron Rodgers footage from last week than they, they did. did. The Mahomes yeah, and yeah, the Drew Brees. Yeah, they showed more gameplay from that, and at least. It was, I mean, it's not going to be the final player model, but, I mean, it was a better indication of what the gameplay was going to look like than what they gave tonight. Right. And it, it, it's, it's very disappointing in my book because you think, like, every year, now there were certain years when Madden was coming out and they showed what, much more than this, but now mm. with Madden 20, it seemed like they're showing less. It, it, that's why my expectations, which wasn't really high now, it just – it, 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 it's justified to have these low expectations now because of the fact that we're not seeing as much. Like, I remember when Madden 17 came out. That that air superiority thing was, like, forefront, and they showed us what it was about. You know, I remember when Madden 25, when True Stuff came out, they showed us a forefront. I mean, as a matter of fact, they showed us a little bit around this time or maybe a, a, at the beginning of June. They mm -hmm. showed, well, this is almost the beginning of June. They showed yeah. us gameplay of the actual, and the only thing that was different was they had a little thing on the side that said work in progress. But I can deal with that outside of this. Yeah. You know? it, it, it's just really disheartening. I don't understand. What do you think, DJ? I, I just think when they change up the titles after the fact, that's when, because it was just like, when we got to the first, the Superstar X Factors, the first uh, play, uh, Gridiron Note or whatever, it didn't even, it wasn't, I'm like, yeah, it was talking about gameplay, but was it marketed as, oh, this is a gameplay uh, stream? Right. Not really. Nope. What and the play title play? of it, it oh, go ahead. No, I was saying Clay Face, what's up? Okay, yeah, and I... And I I don't remember the actual title of that live stream when it happened, but then all of a sudden, like when I saw the, uh, what is it? When I saw the link that was like a gameplay deep dive part two, I was like, wait a minute, when was part one? Right. <laughs> and I had to go back. It was like, oh, they got us. That yeah. first one, they they now they can go back. But like, yeah, well, we did leave a gameplay. If anybody was talking about how, because when. You look at the original schedule, everyone the way I was looking at it was that gameplay was the was the third thing that they were because you were talking about the main feature of the game. Then they talked about like the story mode and then they talked about ultimate team and then then gameplay. I'm like, wow. I'm really not looking forward to I mean, the schedule. That, but that's another thing, DJ. I mean, even with that being said, you knew what the direction of not only the Madden business practices are, you know what's priority as far as the game goes for the consumers. You know they the business practice, practices side of it, they want to push that side because they know that's the moneymaker. We talked about this extensively on another episode. I can't remember the number, but these guys make billions of dollars off of those gameplay modes. So we know what it is. My thing is, I, I, I've said this for a long time. I think now would be the time, or it should have been the time, where these games are so technical, technical, technologically advanced. Goodness, mm -hmm. I can't talk. They're so advanced to where you can do both. And I, I can't see why there are other games out there, not even sports titles. I'm just talking about just games in general that has so diff many different aspects 
of gameplay where this game alone is the only one that's like constricted to not having one outside of the other. Even when they had the three modes, you still saw certain things leak into other ones. I don't know what's going on there, if the game is too hard-coded for that or whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, I think Madden 20 is is probably going to be a $20 purchase. If you get it early, got a little extra money, you want to buy it for 60 that's fine. But I got to see more to, to say, like, okay, I can pay a little more than that. It's a shame because the stuff they've shown – has looked good, but they just haven't shown enough. I don't know what they're hiding. That's like, I don't think the game looks bad. Now, I think from what I've seen earlier, it, it seems like it, it's going to be a, a okay playing game of football, you know, outside of the online glitches that people like to exploit when the game first comes out. I mean, you can clearly see people playing online when they see players doing wonky stuff. I mean, your server, the person you're playing against server, EA servers is all intertwined with that gameplay. All hell, players gonna be doing flips at times because the servers are jacked up. That is not an that's not an indictment on the actual gameplay that's on the disc. You know what I'm saying? Like if you play, you know, without that, without the servers in intact, then you'll see what what's really under the hood. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, I I don't understand like how they can't get it the way it is. And I know like what DJ Detroit is saying, no competition. I think that plays a role in it because they have no other game to compete against. But technology is too advanced to to say, even if you don't even try, you should be able to, to get it to work. I mean, that that's the way I look at it. Um, we, better, you- we better be getting like a crazy, crazy volume of those fucking you know, AI versus AI and human versus AI gameplay videos. That's all I'm saying. That's the thing about it. They don't even, let's be honest. When the last time you ever heard Madden, even with Madden or NBA Live, hell, you can even talk about FIFA, and FIFA's a great game. NHL, another great game. When have you ever seen them even talk about AI mechanics in these games? It's more like yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm saying NHL does it. They do it. They do it very well. As a matter of fact. Yeah. But for the most part, like they don't put an emphasis on it to where, like, okay, if you play this game, you're going to be challenged like this. It's more like they want you to do things on your own. They want user control. It's all about user, user, user control. And I understand about user control because you want the animations to mimic what you're trying to do. But if you're playing, even if you're playing against someone. That other person's not controlling the other, you know, 10 defensive guys on the field. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? You know what I'm saying? In hockey, they're not controlling every person. FIFA, they're not controlling NBA Live, they're not controlling every person, but they don't put an emphasis on AI, you know, it, well, in, uh, AI intelligence. They don't put an emphasis. They don't even talk about it. Like, I was hoping, since they were talking about the playbooks, I was hoping that they would bring up. The fact that maybe the computer would open up their playbook a bit more, right? That's actually thing. use these RPO plays and know how to use them and situation. I mean, all this shit is shit that they could have talked about, but it seems like every year this shit comes and goes, and we end up having to ask these questions in October, November, and then we get our answers. It's like, but see, that's the thing: the RPO stuff. If you look at it, if you looked at the um, the the, the kitty pool deep dive. If you saw that, it was more like they're showing you as a user on what to do with those players. Yeah. 
they're not telling you, you know, what to what to expect if you're playing against someone. Like, say, right. if you are playing against someone and they're the quarterback, what is that running back going to do? What is that, you know, the the H back going to do? What is the wide receiver going to do? You know, right. are, are they AI? Is their smarts, you know? in tuned enough to do what they're supposed to do so you don't lose a game trying to do a trick play that's just jacked up because you know the mechanics are wrong not because of the ratings are low right bob money what's going on chris thomas what's going on uh thank you guys for coming through especially bob money i never you know i haven't seen him here before thank you for coming through if this is your first time but it, it's a lot of things because at the end of the day this just goes back to tell you that even though they put a big emphasis on franchise mode, we're not a priority because a lot of people play franchise mode or loners. We play by ourselves. We're not. They do have now, a franchise. Let me. Let, but, oh, go ahead, DJ. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to jump in because one interesting thing I saw in the title itself was it did in the display design. It was H to H, which means head to head. Right. I so saw that I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, this is not going to be what everyone thinks it's going to be." So, yeah, yeah my that, expectations went down as soon as I saw that. Before but this is what I'm saying. I told y'all like back in Madden 18. I said Madden 21. You're probably going to have a situation where franchise mode itself is going to be very far in the back burner, or damn near dead, or they're going to monetize it. Because there's no money in franchise mode, even with this artist that they're doing now, with the you know the narratives and the storylines they're trying to do, it, it's it's just more added stuff outside of you know stuff that that should have been there in franchise mode from at least Madden 12. So uh, Man, there's two people. I mean to cut off, cut you off again, but there's two people I want to blame for that whole monetization of of the possibility of it, of franchise. And one of them has me blocked and the other one is in this sim football community. So I, I know who you know, stack when you went on that, that rant about having, stack um, you? no, he didn't block me. Well, no. I, I said one was blocked. Yeah, the other one was PX sports. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah, when he blocked me because like advocate for a monetizing. Yeah, he was the biggest advocate. Right. And when Stack jumped on board, I was kind of surprised, but now I was just like, you know what? No, no. They, you know, as soon as them two start opening up the floodgates a little bit and putting it out there that, hey, maybe folks should be willing to accept uh, monetization of, fr of the franchise mode to get what we want. That's that's why I knew that the, uh, the suits, it, yeah, like, Thank you. That's what we wanted to hear. And All they needed was a few people are. to spread it. That's it. Well, I mean, my thing is like I, 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 I saw it happening because of what's been going on in the industry as a whole. And EA is like the big culprit of trying to monetize this stuff. I mean, like Bob Money says, Madden is now money business. Their favorite son is Ultimate Team. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it coming, but Ultimate Team may not be enough for Madden. And I saw this like in Madden 18. I was like, we're, we're not getting enough modes, I mean, stuff, enough uh, content in um, a franchise. The only way we'll get that is to, to monetize it. And, and I, I didn't say it because I wanted it that way. I was looking right. at it as a visionary. I could see it down the road where this is some bullshit that can happen and nobody needs to be on board with it. And there you go. You had the two people that you were talking about. 
And like Chris Thomas said, you can see it if you read between the lines. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see it. They're constantly advertising. You're in franchise mode and advertising for Ultimate Team. It kind of puts that seed in your mind like, don't worry, we're, we're going to put more now, of this. I, I can see it now if, where they, I can see right. it now where they try to do free agency in franchise like real life. And you have to use real money or real coins to get certain players on, on franchise mode. I would I not be surprised at that. I'm going to answer Pooh's question. He says, what did I miss? The start of the show. <laughs> That's what you missed. Chris Thomas, especially if you look at the, at the stream today, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. If you if you looked at the stream, you see exactly what's going on. They're trying to get the user the user base to be user friendly with the game. They don't care about players using football AI or or, or, or I'm not saying for the AI using football. Or yeah, the football using AI or the the user using AI. I mean, using football knowledge to be good at this game. They're actually telling you, like, look, this game has this, 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 and this. Get on the sticks, and you can do it, too. I mean, all right, I want to do the Philly special. So I'm going to do the Philly special every third play, and I'm going to feel like a badass because I saw it on TV compared to, like, I need to use the Philly special when the defense is caught off guard because we've been running circles around them all up and down the field. Maybe this play, we can use this to get a touchdown. No, they want to use it five times and, and say, like, oh, I'm Carson Wentz for a day. I mean, it, it's bullshit. And the funniest <laughs> thing, and the funniest thing is what they're gonna say is, well, there is a counter to it. And of course, you know, that counter will never be used by the fucking computer. It, yeah, it, it won't be. And even if you use it, one or two things are gonna happen. Is the counter's gonna be OP and the Philly special will never be able to be used, or the Philly special is gonna be overpowered and no defense can stop it. Mm-hmm. Take your pick because Madden has Madden has not done a good job of balance balancing. I can't talk today. I'm sorry. Balancing. Um, yeah, balancing. <laughs> again. They, they haven't done a good job of doing that. They really haven't. It's like certain plays that they want out there for people to feel like a badass on the field, they're gonna let that stuff be OP. We saw it in Madden 16 where everybody's doing the Odell Beckham catch. I mean, it it, it it's it's that type of stuff that's actually you know, out there. The halfback pass was balanced. I never used the halfback pass. You know why? Because the defense is OP against the halfback pass. It was one point where the halfback, halfback pass never worked at all. Yeah. It never worked. I don't think yeah, the halfback, things the halfback pass would have worked even back in the Madden PS2 days unless, unless you truly caught the defense off guard. Because I remember running it with Damian Tomlinson in Madden 08. Oh, hell, even Madden 11 on PS2 or even on the original Xbox when I played Madden 08, it worked then, but you had to catch him off guard. But most of the time, you're losing seven yards. Like, we we couldn't even get details about even the shit that they talked about. They were very vague about it. Like, we didn't hear whether we could check out of the animations with these handoffs. We didn't hear a lot of shit. But... Of course, I was looking at the Twitch chat because, you know, I like getting a feel for exactly who's in the chat. And God, if you saw the number of people, oh, my God, this is so great. Yeah, really? I saw that too. I saw that too. But, you, but, but look, those guys are the people who are the ones that want to feel like the badass. N.A.N.A. N-A asks, would you buy Madden? <laughs> would you buy if Madden online was completely free, but franchise online mutt long shot were priced individually? 
Fuck good. Maybe even get Madden franchise and play franchise online for twenty dollars. No. Why would I pay for something that should be free? I think I, I just put it like this. I think Madden Mutt and Long Shot should be a separate game. Especially Long Shot should be gone. I, I, Longshot, yeah, Longshot, I think yeah. it Longshot is. should be gone, but I think much should be. No, it's back. Longshot's back, I think. No, it, it, it got replaced with. No, they're replacing it with QB face of the franchise. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, Longshot as a story over with. Yeah, the story's gone, but it's basically the, it's basically Longshot without the story mode. But um, I think much should be just a totally different game in itself, and Madden football should focus on Madden football. I mean, if they did that, uh, it would be um, it would be actually interesting to see how the gameplay would be if it was just a separate entity in that way. But I wouldn't buy a game in pieces. No, they should just separate them. Anything else oh. we got on this? I mean, I, on, on a on a side note, I'm hearing that NBA Live won't be playable at EA Play. Oh Lord, here we go. So whoa, whoa, whoa! Considering it won't be playable for anybody in September because the game's gonna get canceled, like I said. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's I, mean I mean, listen, listen. If anybody who's been around since Live Ten, you you know how this goes. They don't show gameplay. The gameplay is shown. It's really bad. It's canceled. They did it with Live Thirteen. They did it with Elite Eleven. They did it with Live Seventeen. So the last three times this we went down this road. We know what happened. They barely got away with it with what? What was it? Live 15? Because they mm. delayed that a month. Yeah. It turned out to be a decent game, but that I'm lucky. I'm surprised they didn't cancel that. Live 16 should have been canceled. I don't even know why they put that shit out. But but here we go with live 20. Um, no gameplay E3. I mean EA play. We'll probably see some bullshit at E3, and then people be like, what the fuck? And then like a week before it's supposed to be released. Uh, sorry, guys. Now they're gonna do. They're gonna do what they did uh, with Live 14. They're gonna have us in the dark for the longest time, right? And then they're gonna put out that shitty ass trailer like yeah, the day Patrick before. Swayze, Patrick Swayze was. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, wasn't that 15? I don't know. No, 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 yeah, no, 14. no, 14. no 14 with Patrick Swayze was a plan to Steve Nash. And... <laughs> I don't know, man. What's uh, that? I mean, it, it is. I mean, you think, like I said, I, I kind of figured that Madden 20 was going to be somewhat of a wash because this game is going to be online with the same parody as Madden 19, maybe a little bit more enhanced. I think they're they're going to start looking towards PlayStation 5 with Madden 21. And, and I swear, this game better not be running on the same engine as this past engine for Madden bro, 20 on PlayStation 5. Bro, that, bro, I'm telling you, you know if that happens, you probably would just forget it. Just, just forget it, because we dealt with this since Madden 06 on the 360, and you see what we got now. Hmm. Uh, I, I doubt they're changing their engine. I highly uh, doubt it. As, as, as Smitty would put it, this game was supposed to, at least on this stream, was supposed to come with the smack. Is that that what he referred to? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch There wasn't no attempt to even swing to even go for smack. I didn't watch the stream, so I have no idea. I mean, I, no disrespect to Smitty, but he'd be like streaming in the middle of the day. Sometimes I look up and like, 
Oh, and then never mind. Nah, nah. He, what he Smitty, meant we was, love you, but half the time you'd be looking crazy on that street. What, what Smitty, what Smitty <laughs> meant was it was gonna be a kick in the balls for everybody who expected gameplay. So that's what, Smitty, what man, Mortal Kombat you, Eleven man. kicking the balls. Or... I'm talking Johnny Cage split in the street ah. uppercut. Into, yeah, that, that's what. Yo, I'm gonna tell you, man. Matt, Mortal Kombat Eleven is nice, man. Yeah, it's, it, I, 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 I'm thoroughly impressed with that game. Yeah, I, I, I love that game. That, yeah. Absolutely. Only way to change engine is so they can give themselves another excuse for three. You know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you're right. I mean, oh, God. oh and speaking of which, uh, just to add to what is possibly coming to Frostbite, because they demoed the hair for the next gen. And I saw that. The, the hair is going to be. I'm sitting there like, hair really? bro. The I, hair. I, I like, thought about the, it and I was like, graphics and presentation. Hair, what football player? On characters. No, no, like, hair like, on yeah, characters. Yeah, but if yeah, you played on PC, you kind of already had this going. So, right. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about like the football player models. I'm like, dog, they're wearing. Which, no, this, is, but this, is on, this is on the yeah. Frostbite engine now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Got so you. that's why I'm saying that, you know, them showing that off. And what it could mean for, you know, maybe the sports titles. I ain't gonna lie, that's only basketball would probably be affected by it. Yeah, maybe but let's football be honest, a little bit. Soccer, yeah. I mean, the, with the frostbite. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, NHL the, too. Yeah. The frostbite yeah. engine itself is not a problem. If they want to do that with their engine, that's fine because the frostbite engine itself has proven itself to be a damn good engine for what it does. So I, I don't a good a engine. No, they, they actually they did say that the frostbite engine was a problem. It was a problem because it was built for first person shooters. Not so that's what I'm saying. If it, it, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If they're using it for the the frostbite engine itself, I don't care about that. But because you know that's the engine. But if you're trying to tell me they're trying to do this for let's say Madden or you know any other game that we're really not going to see their hair physics, I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean Madden, everybody's on the field with. With helmets on, why, why would I? The only well, thing they can I turn that into cloth physics. Well, that's what I'm gonna say. The only thing I, the only thing I was thinking about was the fact that it could translate into football somehow. Just the way the hair was dynamically flowing, it could, it could turn into you know cloth physics and other things like that. So that would actually be nice. Uh, jersey physics for NBA Live, things like that. I mean, we haven't seen jersey physics like. We haven't seen true that. jersey physics. Like I'm well in a basketball game. We haven't seen that just since like NBA 2K7. That was when they first no. had jersey. Yo, 2K6 and 2K7 when they first made the jump to 360. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. That I was groundbreaking. Man, Truly that, groundbreaking. That that's the type of stuff you would want to see from one gen to the next. Yeah. yeah Every yeah, game I, has pretty much minimized their jersey and you know cloth physics in general. Yeah, because 2K7. Yeah. 2K7 up until now, even NBA 2K19, it, it was nowhere close to how it was in 2K7. 2K7, it looked like they were actually wearing a jersey. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, one of those NBA Live, uh, one of the NBA Lives actually went as far as um, having people's jerseys fit differently, which I've still been waiting for them to put in 2K. Right. Because I think they were talking about, I don't know if it was NBA Live 09 or NBA Live 08. One of those, they were talking about the jerseys fitting differently, like how they were tucked and things like that. That's back when. I, I think they got that in Live 10. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was Live 10. I think, I think it's in Live 10 because I because th- I remember, I know at least on NCAA Basketball 10, players wear their jerseys different in, yeah. in, in, in NCAA Basketball 10. Like some of them were tucked, some of them were tucked loose. I don't think none of them are actually out. 
like yeah. some big, like some big men, their their jersey actually tight in those. Right. Games. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's that's interesting. It's something that you know EA could possibly do. Two uh, K has to be looking at doing it soon because, like I said, I don't know what they could do for gameplay at this point. Yeah, 2K. other than passing, passing's like the one thing. Yeah, I think that yeah, passing is not where it should there have been other two games yeah. passing was slightly better. So yeah. I, yeah, I think they could do better with passing it. But like I said, man, I think me and you both said this. I, we've never seen a game in you know this generation, and we haven't seen a game in a long time that actually stuck to what it was from day one. Yeah. You know, two K nineteen has done a very. I mean, they had their their patches here and there. But it's nothing that, that that messed up what was on the court, unlike the previous games. They for the folks who claim that it did, I need proof because I've been playing. I told DJ the other day, I was looking at how many hours I've played games. I've played 2K19 for like 22 days of all my playing time. So if you're trying to convince me that they changed the gameplay and broke it, I need to figure out how because I don't see it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have played it all that much, right? Yeah, so, no, we would have noticed it immediately. Of course, you know. I mean, I agree. But um, speaking of basketball, let's talk about these Warriors and uh, what they're doing. They they swept the the Portland Trailblazers, which in all in all, Trailblazers. I I I'm actually impressed with what they did this year. They did a pretty good job playing basketball, going through the playoffs. Um, it's good to see them up and coming. I hope they continue their success. Well, more likely just CJ McCollum and uh and uh oh goodness, I can't remember the name. Dane. Damian yeah. Lillard. Yeah, Lillard. And I would like to see them guys go further in the playoffs. Some guys playing their butts off. But um outside of that, Katie's been gone from the Warriors. Look like the Warriors of a 73 and 9 team. Is this team better without KD? Were they better without KD before and now? Uh any one of y'all can go first. I'm I'm actually curious to do it. You can go first, DJ. All right, well, point number one is going to be is actually separate from whether they play better without KD or not. Have you heard from Ayesha Curry since um, <laughs> game four of yes. the previous series? Yes, we actually have. Yes, we have. And what did she say? She said something else stupid. She was but, talking about – she was talking about – um. It was after another bad game that stuff happened. But anyway, uh, he's uh, alone, man. No, 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 because no, because the, the Warriors have been on a six-game win streak ever since that whole debacle with what she said way back when. They haven't lost a game since. So after, well, yeah, but after last game, last bad game that he had, this is what she said. She she was talking about not being accepted enough by the black community, not being black oh, yeah, enough. I, I heard oh, that. But that on, but that wasn't gonna be that wasn't as hard hitting as our first day. It wasn't. Really, it. Yeah, Everyone knew. A lot of people knew that the Warriors were, were going to get past Portland. It wasn't going to be like a struggle. As oh, well, I yeah. thought that the Blazers had a chance of winning in six, but I turned out to be dead wrong. But this is why I Portland choked. About, that's why I want to talk about KD with or without the Warriors. Aisha, now this this shit that she well, said just went way left. I mean, like, yeah. well, <laughs> well, then let me let me go on to whether they play better with with or without KD. At this point, I don't think it even matters. I think they play they can play the same way with and without them. I. Yeah. It's almost like looking at the the debate that Wizards fans have when when John Wall goes down. All of a sudden, we, we play good for a few games, and all of a sudden it was like, you know what? Maybe we can play better without John Wall. And then all of a sudden, what happens? 
we crumble a little bit. We struggle. And then it's just like, yeah, John, we need to have John Wall back. Even to the point where people are thinking about trading him and stuff like that. It's not that way with the Warriors, I believe. I First of all, no one's thinking about trading KD. Uh, he may leave on his own anyway. They were 73-9, and nine, including uh, beating KD's team when they were down 3-1. But they had a dip. They had different uh, a different bench back then. Right. I say it really doesn't matter. It just seems like the people that have stepped up in the last two series, it's the next man up mentality. I'm like they're also without Boogie Cousins. Do they play better with or without him too? I'm like there's, there's just I mean, too many factors. This this is a well oiled machine, and people that have come in have played well, and I see that. The one player that I thought would shoot, um, Andre Iguodala, Iguodala was hurt for a little bit, and somebody stepped in and pl- they played just fine. My, my thing, I so, wouldn't, I wouldn't add Boogie Cousins in because he played limited this season. I, I, I mean, yeah, it was good to have him in there, but I, I didn't want to throw him in there because this the body works not big enough. At least, well, no, I, I didn't expect you to add him in there, but I was just like, I would just look at those factors. I'm like, they've been hit with injuries to to their main people and it's just like the ne- it's next man up mentality of this team and they're playing excellent defense yeah i do agree and with that. so it's just like i think the defense if anything has stepped up more without kd because you don't it's 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 a natural balance you know kd kd, KD provides defense and offense that maybe several people that normally don't play would provide in his place, and that's what's going on. Oh, that's interesting. What about you, Bill? Um, I don't think for one second that they're better without KD. Um, and the reason is simple: if if they were better without KD, Draymond wouldn't have been sitting in the parking lot crying to KD after Game Seven. They knew that they were going to be gutted the following season. They knew that they needed an ISO player to get them a bucket when Steph and Clay were off. They knew they needed a guy that could get them a bucket when Draymond wasn't getting left open for those jumpers and actually hitting them because he hits half two shots. He doesn't hit he doesn't hit shots that you need in the third quarter. He hits shots that you need in the fourth quarter. Almost like his competitiveness forces him to hit those shots. But the thing is when they needed him to hit those shots in the Cleveland series that they lost, he couldn't because they didn't have a guy to go to. That, that guy was Harrison Barnes that they had in place of KD. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. So they won 73 games, but they won 73 games, like DJ said, with a different bench. Their team was set up differently. I do, I'll do. i say this. They're less predictable without KD. I can agree with that. Stephen Clay – the ball movement without KD is definitely better. It's more fluid. There's a lot more team basketball being played, but that's not why they brought KD there. They brought KD there because they knew they could put him on the elbow and he can get them 30. So from that perspective, I don't think that they're better without KD. I think that they're less predictable, and I think that they got away with it because they played the Blazers. But if they played Denver – they probably would have lost that series. I'll be completely honest. Without K, without KD, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Without KD, I um, as far as the finals is concerned, I don't see them beating either team from the Eastern Conference without KD. Even though I still 
think that Milwaukee is a fraud ass team. I'm not gonna lie. I, it's kind of proving it right now. I don't, uh, I don't. I honestly, I don't think that. I, I don't think that the Bucks have a chance with or without KD. I think. I think the Bucks have a puncher's chance with. The, or without KD. Milwaukee, Milwaukee will be hype at home for one good game. But here's the thing, though. That's, that, thing. I, I, that's what I think. I think one good game, that crowd is going to be overwhelming, and they're going to get maybe like a 15, maybe 17-point win, and but they're going to lose the series 4-1. to one. But there's a thing, VF. Um, couple things. Milwaukee's bench is 10 times better. It's not even close. It's really not close. Um, I just don't think they'll be good enough to beat them, though. No, no, I, I feel you. I, I can see where you're coming from. But, uh, but Toronto's a different story now. Toronto, I think Toronto will beat them. If if Kyle Lowry plays the way he's been playing, I have no doubt in my mind that they can beat Golden State. And without KD, I think that they're the favorites. But Milwaukee, I think the issue that Golden State is going to run into is, one, their bench. They're going to have to play Steph and Clay like, 35 minutes. They're going to have to play Draymond about 35 minutes. They're going to have to play Iggy and Livingston about 30 minutes. That's going to be taxing throughout a seven-game series. Remember, these guys have gone to five straight finals. So I think that's going to start catching up to them, especially if KD's not there. And I think that Giannis is going to have his way at the basket because they have no rim protector, which is another thing. It's just something about Giannis that I just – But the thing is – I don't think he's – I think he's going to put up numbers like – Okay, you put up serviceable numbers. I don't think he'll put up dominant numbers in the finals. I, I just don't see it. But here's the thing. If he's not facing a rim protector, he's going to eat. Regard, He's going to just you, gotta, you, you also have to understand what took what, what it took to beat a, a Warriors team without KD. You see what LeBron did. You yeah. see what he did to overcome that team. Giannis do not have that in him. Yeah, but he has a better team with him. He has he has a Chris Middleton who isn't really phased by any moment. He's shown that. Now Eric Butzo's a fraud. He's a full on fraud, but he can play defense and he can get under Steph's skin. Chris Middleton and Klay Thompson are gonna cancel out. Um, you, you I mean you you putting out a good case. I just I, I just don't see it now with the Bucks. Well, back to the topic because <laughs> we can talk about that. You know, whenever whichever wait, wait, whichever team wins that yeah. series, right? <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, to go back to the topic now, I don't think they're better without KD. I think that KD is really one of the few reasons why they actually have this dynasty, you know, wh- why it continued. I don't think that it would have continued if KD didn't come here because they got gutted with their bench. And he had back problems. He had big time back problems. If KD wasn't there, he would have had to start a lot more games that season. Um, so, I mean, I just think that KD takes them over the top. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because they've been having these discussions for with the past couple weeks. Like, oh, is KD a necessity or is he a luxury? I'm like, he can't be a luxury. Like, KD's not a luxury. When you look at their bench, he's a necessity. I think he I think he turned into a, a necessity because at first we saw it as a luxury. And he became a necessity because of the way he came in and, and played with the team. When he first came to Golden State, everybody thought he was going to be piggybacking the team to get rings. He felt like he wasn't going to do this much. One thing I will give credit to KD is the fact that he went to that team and he did not change his way of playing ball. He still put Hell up. Hell no. 
He still put up big numbers. He wasn't there for the ride. And to an extent, it was more like KD and the Warriors instead of like Steph Curry and Clay and the Warriors. So and I, do give, I do give KD credit for that. So where it, like you said, now it seemed like it's a necessity. And that's the thing. Steph and Clay against the Blazers, they were closing those games out, right? They were closing those games out against the Blazers. Mm-hmm. Lillard isn't the best defender. McCollum definitely isn't the best defender. Yeah, they're, I can they're give, the two offensive guys. So I can give them credit for closing out those games because they definitely put in that work. But KD's the closer. And against a better team, they're going to need KD to closer. Because like I said, before KD got there, it was Harrison Barnes. So I'm going to give my two cents. I think, yeah. the, I think the team itself, as a basketball team, I think they're better without KD. But if you're talking about winning basketball, they're not. I think with KD on the roster healthy, it gives them the winning pedigree to get championships. I think they have the pedigree to beat anybody. But I think the Warriors, if you're talking about the sport of basketball, the sharing, the the the, the way you run plays, mm-hmm. getting a shot, you know, the way they play, you know, defense because they have to play collectively. I think as a team, I think they're a better basketball team. But as far as you, you're playing in the NBA, you're trying to win games. No, I, I, I think you're going to end up in a situation like you said, you made the case for the Bucks to beat them without KD. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I just don't see it, but it's highly possible it happens. It's with, almost- Kevin Durant, that's not, that, with Kevin Durant, that's not happening at all. It's almost like if it's almost like if Miami if Miami called in LeBron, like say they already had D Wade and Bosch. So they're gonna run through the East most times. And then they just call in LeBron in the finals to win. That's basically what they are. They're a team who can run through the regular season because they're that good. But in order to go over the top and win that ring and make yourselves the favorite, you need him. And that's 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 just how I see it. It's, it's almost like the Bulls. Look at what they did without MJ the season that he wasn't there. But there's a reason they didn't win because he wasn't there. That's a good point. They can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They can play against the Knicks. They can play well against the Knicks. They can take the Knicks to the brink. But if MJ was there, the Knicks wouldn't have had a chance. Yeah, so, I, that's a very good parallel. I mean, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense since you put it that way. Huh. Um, let's go to another team that's on the on the West Coast, the Lakers. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on there. Magic Johnson. A lot of tea spilled. Yeah, a lot of tea spilled. In less than 10 minutes. Magic Johnson put it out there saying he was being backstabbed. He didn't have the power that he thought. He had to go. It's a mess, man. I don't. I mean, we said the past couple of podcasts we're gonna touch on the Lakers. Now's the time. What the hell is going on over there, and what they're gonna do to rectify this? Um, me personally, I go first. Mm. I have no idea what they're gonna do. It, I mean, as of right now, I mean, the, the basketball season hasn't ended yet. Um, we still don't know, you know, who's gonna be moving and shaking. There's been talks about Pat Riley saying he doesn't mind coming back to the West Coast. Um, Jeannie Buss is nowhere to be found. Um, Rob because he's also running hiding as well. They're like, nobody knows what's going on. I mean, who's their coach, Fitzdale? 
No, no, uh, uh, <laughs> Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. Oh, 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 I don't know what I thought Fifth Joe was. Um, Frank Vogel's a God bless that guy. That, that he don't know what he got into. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think he's a good coach. I think he's going to coach the team up to play pretty good basketball, but that front office, man, it, it, it's so much of a mess. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm at a loss. That's my only take. I'm, I'm truly at a loss, and, and it's unfortunate that Magic Johnson had to go through what he went through because I think he was genuinely – he could have been good for the organization even with his side endeavors that he was doing. Um, DJ, I'm going to let you – well, DJ went first last time. Bills, mm-hmm. what, what are your thoughts about what's going on over there? I have two words. Poor LeBron. I can agree with that. LeBron was recruited by the man who up and just left him high and dry. Uh, press conference. Tadal said that he don't think they're going to get a big time free agent. Well, how can you when Rob Palenka is the guy that's going to be negotiating? I mean, who the fuck respects Rob Palenka? I mean, Rob Palenka's claim to fame is being Kobe's agent. I was about to say that. I mean. Unless Kobe's coming to the negotiating table, table and he's going to bring his rings with him, I don't, I don't see how you. LeBron's not enough. There has to be some type of. And you know, it's funny because Isaiah Thomas pointed this out. He said this is the first time he can ever remember the Lakers not having a former player, a great former Laker, in charge of, you know, front office in some former fashion. They've had Jerry West. They've had Phil Jackson. They've now had, you know, Magic Johnson. They don't have that guy now. They have Rob Polinka and Jeannie Buss. What about Kurt Rambis? I, I heard he's still yeah, already, kinda... I heard he's lurking. Yeah, but him. his only affiliation is through his wife, who's friends with Jeannie. So that doesn't, that doesn't even really count. And quite frankly, he doesn't have any respect around the league after his coaching stint with, uh, whatchamacallit, because he was a complete and utter cunt from what I heard. So, um, wow. well, that's 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 what the players said. So I'm going by the players. So, I mean, I think they're in big-time trouble right now. They're in big-time trouble. I don't see how they recruit any type of free agent unless – they, they, don't so, no, they, don't, they don't have nobody to pull anybody over there. I mean, unless they're hell bent on playing with LeBron, and I mean hell bent on playing with LeBron. Damn, I'm talking about you, Kyrie. Um, unless they need LeBron, for example, Kyrie doesn't need LeBron. Uh, Kawhi doesn't need LeBron. They already have rings. They already are established. They're not going there. Let me tell you something. Don't let Kawhi Leonard mess around and like get to the finals and almost beat the Warriors or get to the finals and beat the Warriors, he's not leaving Toronto if he gets that close. He's not leaving Toronto. I think he's leaving Toronto because his heart is set on L.A., but I don't think that it's going to be the L.A. team that they want it to be. You know, Tadal just said that it's like the Lakers are turning to the old Clippers. Yeah, but the difference is the old Clippers never had expectations except for the fact we expected them to suck. When you look at L.A. and – Oh, we're getting such and such. We're getting they've been saying that for years. We're gonna get such and such. We're gonna get this guy. We're gonna get that guy. And they end up with fucking Brooke Lopez. Did you hear the reports about they um like somebody put up a whole bunch of money to get Kawhi like a half a billion dollar penthouse to stay in Toronto? He's gonna get free food, free drinks, free goddamn everything in that. I'm city. telling you, if if they get real close, like say like Game seven of the finals and lose, or if they beat the Warriors in the finals, he's not leaving Toronto. I don't see it. 
I don't think I don't. The, bro, I, the I don't, people I just in Toronto would not saved. let that kid leave. They would not let him leave. They would not have any say. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see it. Championship. Well, he already got with a ring already. That's true. Now, now, if this was his first ring, it'd be different. I mean, I just if it was like, his first ring, it'd be different. But he already won with the Spurs, so I can see that. But if it, if this was his first ring, it would have been really tough for him to leave because you his know would have been in it. You know, all I can think of is. I'm looking at the situation with LA, and all I can think of is what if MJ left and went to the Knicks in '96? It would be similar because the Knicks don't have the best front office. And not only that, Jordan wanted to play with his buddy Charles Oakley again. He did, but it's like Mm -hmm. when you look at their front office and how different that team looked from year to year for like pretty much the rest of the '90s. I can kind of see MJ. In that same situation, if he would have ended up going there. So, to me, if I was LeBron, I don't say I demand a trade. But he kind of has the right to, considering the fact that the guy that was pretty much the only reason he went there is is gone. Man, listen, if I'm LeBron, man, that it's hard to stay there for the next three years. It, that, that, it, it, as of right now, it looks really rough. It looks really bad. DJ, what are your thoughts? Well, from the looks of it, since uh, what what's the GM's name? Palinka. Yeah, Palinka. Yeah, yeah. Since he's like was Kobe Bryant's agent and still good friends with Kobe, been hearing that you know there have been talks of who wanted to buy the Lakers eventually. Magic Johnson being one of them, LeBron being the other, and it's like. If, and Kobe was also mentioned in this group, too. And it's just like, if Kobe wanted to be in position, better position to buy the Lakers or have his offer accepted eventually to buy the Lakers, he would have to get rid of Magic in some form, and he would have to get rid of LeBron in some form. Mm. So I kind of look at this as some sort of – underlying power move by Kobe. I know Kobe conspirators would love to hear this as a way of uh, undermining Magic's ability to be in control of a team because if if it doesn't look like he's in power while he's the president of player operations, then how in the hell would he operate as an owner? So if you can show that he is not in control, Sometimes people will leave because it's just like, you know what? I thought I was in control. I got this guy saying this. I got people talking about me. You know, Jeannie's not doing anything to stop all this. I'm out. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to come back. And then LeBron's looking out, looking at Magic like, what the hell? Like, what the hell's going on? I thought this was a first-class organization. And right. then eventually he's going to be like, peace out. And what that's going to turn into also is the fact that when you look at the whole situation with the front office and now LeBron knowing, you know, why Magic left, Mm -hmm. how can you you trust trust them? Yeah. How how can you trust them to actually conduct deals to bring in a big free agent? That's why I think LeBron's going to be like, peace out, maybe in, in a couple of years, not just because he has three years remaining on his contract, correct? Right. Yeah. 
he's going to be peace out in about, I'll I say, think, a year I, and a half I, to I, two. I think he'll do one more. Well, here's the thing. And the other thing is, based on what Magic was saying, he he talked about Genie Bus like, A, having too many people, well, letting too many people have an opinion around her. Um, and B, not having the heart to fire people when they need to be fired. Now, in my opinion, I don't think Luke Walt was that bad. I don't think he was that bad of a coach. No. But if Magic does, you got to let him make that decision. I mean, you put him in a position to do that. So. Yeah, that, that I was I was actually surprised because I thought it was Magic that didn't want to fire. But it, since Magic oh, no. said right out the gate, no, I because he, he put it out there, he was like, look, He's not doing it compared to what I have, what he should be doing versus what he's not doing, and so on and so on. So it's just like he needs to go. The press conference with Magic is Luke Walton's job safe, and he said, "Uh, Luke Walton is the coach right now. I knew Mm -hmm. it's over. He wants him gone. Of course, it's crazy, and it, it, it really didn't have to get this bad. It really did. I mean, when they first started out with Magic coming in, they drafted Lonzo, they got Kuzma. Uh, I I understood why they got rid of D'Lo. They had something there, but I don't know what happened and shit went left real quick. I mean, like you said, well, like I said earlier, Rob Palenka wasn't really talking to in a positive light about Magic. Ma- I, it, everything just went like I don't know, man. It's it, it's really dysfunctional in the front office, but I mean, they got a good group of players. Well, I got you know, another question for y'all real quick. Let's say LeBron doesn't get hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Do you see this turning out completely different? Because they were fourth in the West. No. They beat Golden State without LeBron. No. You don't no. see it being any different? Even though no. Magic wanted Luke to get fired, he probably would have still felt that way even if they were winning. And even then, even if there was only one accord about the coach, Rob Plinko was already talking behind this man back about him not being there, even though he knew and they knew that Magic had other businesses going on. So he would have been, you'd have been talking behind his back regardless. Hmm. Yeah, they would have probably been winning, but the front office would have still been a mess. Hmm. I mean, because Rob Plinko is just not, from what I've seen or what I've heard, Rob Plinko is not on the up and up with people in the front office. Let, and not and not it's not even a situation about them winning or losing games. It's just a front office issue that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't have anything else. I mean, it, it'll be really interesting to see what they draft. They have the number four pick, overall pick. Um, it also, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how the team plays throughout the preseason and the beginning of the season and see how like the first 15 to 20 games start. That's gonna really be telling the what kind of vibe that's going on. Um, and see if they could turn it around if need be. The last um, thing I'll say is this. If they if they trade Lonzo Ball for that seventh pick to the Bulls, like I keep hearing about, and they can't trade for Anthony Davis with the number four and number seven pick, they're not getting Anthony Davis. No. No. I, I yeah, you're right about that. Um let's 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 do this because I've been kind of uh slack on this for a while. Uh let's see. Hold on, let me. Nope, the other way. All right. Here we go. All right, I'm going to share this and we're going to talk about this. This is a, our poll that we're supposed to do every week. I haven't done it in a while. A lot of stuff been really was really going on. So 
Um, with that being said, the other topics took uh, it took precedent. And they took uh, they went to the forefront. But um, every week we try to do a poll to where we talk about um, what you guys want to talk about. And basically, uh, with that being said, we pretty much discuss it, whichever wins. Uh, we had this. This has been going since May 7th. Like I said, it's been almost two weeks. We haven't touched on it yet. Um, pretty much the one that won was first party sports titles. Right behind uh, Sim Olympic game and um, two biggest 2K my player flaw, which that one, I don't think anyone would understand that one, which that would be interesting if we ever get that one up. And one that Bills wanted to talk about, but nobody wants to uh, vote on it, first exposure to sports. Uh, anyway, let's talk-, talk about that one too. Yeah, because somebody brought it up in the chat. And now, all of a sudden, they're probably the only person that voted for it. Right, right, exactly. Maybe I need to start voting this goddamn poll. <laughs> Make some burner accounts, KD style. I know, right? <laughs> hey, hold up, isn't there somebody else got a. Wasn't somebody else accused of bur- using a burner account? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the Sixers. Oh, um, getting... <laughs> somebody no, the somebody Sixers, who's on board. Somebody who's on Somebody, nah, yeah, that must be the third person. I was talking about somebody who's who playing on boycott and stuff. Yeah, oh God! Yeah, that's what I, that's what I just said. I, somebody I got a getting. they got a burner account. I had boycotting the game, and they can't even they can't even help themselves. The propaganda is like leaking over to the actual account. <laughs> probably wishes probably wishes he had a fucking burner credit card so it wouldn't show up on a statement when he buys it. <laughs> Good lord, mm-hmm. I know, right? First party sports titles. Um, and there's not much to go on here. We can go all the way back to the what Sega Genesis. They were the first ones that actually put out first party sports titles that I can remember that was actually really good. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure the other games prior to that did that, but the Genesis was the one that put out the first party sports titles, and you saw like okay, Sega Sports is like trying to do something. Sports Talk Football, um, Emmett Smith Football, Troy Aikman Football. No, that wasn't the first party one. Um, primetime, um, um, Deion Sanders primetime. We can keep going on. Game day. NFL 2K at one point. Yo, game um, day. Yo. Uh, <laughs> and 989 Sports put out MLB to show. Um, that, that one that was terrible, though, the one by Sony. Um, NBA Shootout 09, that shit was horrible. But um, NFL Fever, Lynx, the whole SSM Sports. First party sports uh, titles, MLB the show today. First party sports titles always end up being higher quality than them being stretched over other platforms. Do that. My whole thing about first party sports titles is I think we should have more. I think it will help with competition. And I think there will be higher quality outside of what we have. Even though you have the NHLs, the FIFAs of the world. I believe if they were able to confine themselves to one platform so they can program the game for that one platform, I think we'll just have a higher quality. DJ, what are your thoughts? I would have to agree because I look at just first-party games in general, and they are usually of higher quality and and definitely have better gameplay, better graphics, because the familiarity with a, a, the console of choice that they're working on, like I can imagine, if if in this generation, if Microsoft would 
would have concentrated a little bit more on their first party titles with the more powerful console, they would have they they would have made out well with a lot of their titles and could have possibly uh, worked on their first party. Because uh, I remember there was a game called Inside Drive. Yeah, that was a uh, done through it. That's that was a first party. That was like up until NBA Two K Fifteen. That was the only sports game that had more than what? How many games in a season? It, it was an eighty-two game season. Obviously, that was the first NBA game that I completed. Eighty-two game season, made it all the way through the playoffs, got to the finals with the Wizards, led by Jordan, to only losing Game Seven to the Lakers. Oh man, that, well, shit, let me tell you something. That game wasn't that, sim at all. And that, 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 that's whatever. That, Aaron, wait a minute. <laughs> You went out like that. That's some bullshit. I would have been pissed. <laughs> I was pissed too because because the reason why that series turned was Jerry Stackhouse got hurt, so they could easily okay. play defense on a on an aging Jordan versus oh I had another guy that could possibly shoot the lights out at that point in time. But but you know yeah. what? That, inside Drive was ahead of its time. It, it's a very good basketball game. I mean, I don't I don't know how well it holds up today. I mean, I still have the game. It doesn't. It, it I, I don't know how well it holds up, but back then, back in 2003, 2004, the times I played it, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. I think mm-hmm. one thing about the game that I did like is the player models and their proportion. Like, guards were small and centers were, like, they were Yeah. They're, they're, Shaq was a beast yeah. because of, like, his just size in the, in the paint. Right, and it's not like – it wasn't, like, over-proportioned where it didn't look – it looked terrible on the, on the on the court. It looked good. I mean, the player models were great. You know, I think that's one thing I do like about that game back then. But it's just my my thing with first party uh, uh, titles. Um, I think with MLB the show, um, I always had a great time with that game. Mostly the PS3 version. The old, the newer versions are great. Don't get me wrong, but y'all know my issue with the games, and I'm, we're not going to go there today. My God, we're not going there. <laughs> but the PS3 versions of the game didn't have that problem. And I was able to get through a 162 with the Braves. But it, it just goes to show you that these type of games make you want to come back and continue to play because the quality is there. Um, there's not many bug fixes that's needed. I think with MLB the show, even to this day, outside of the one issue we don't want to talk about, the online aspect of it is just terrible. But as far as the game of baseball, a beautiful game of baseball and i don't think there's no other game that will ever top it and there's still i know i saw operation sports recently saying that mlb is the king of sports simulation right now and i mean it's hard to to, to go against mm. that i mean it's hard to go and don't get me wrong there's other games out there that 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 can be just that can dispute that but it's very hard to argue against it because it's a good game Bills, uh, what what are your thoughts about these first party titles? No, I agree. The quality is definitely higher. I mean, I think MLB show is definitely an indication of that. And I honestly wish we had, you know, competition. Not even competition so much, but just the license open, so maybe we could see a first party title in each console, football wise. Yeah, we need um, Fever to come back. I don't know about that, um, <laughs> but, but not. Nah, um, I, I mean, hell, I think game day will be far better in this fucking generation than that piece of shit that they used to put out. 
So uh, I think game day would be good to see come back. I mean, even the first-party baseball games, I mean, Xbox hasn't put one out. I don't know what the deal is with that. I think they should just go ahead and go exclusive and get a 2K baseball game. People talk shit about 2K baseball, but the Xbox community needs a, a game, and I think 2K should give them one. Hey, for all the people who hate 2K baseball, you can thank 2K baseball for the three-man booth commentary that you have now with NBA 2K because it, absolutely, it, that's it one. That's first. one thing about 2K baseball that a lot of people don't know. Their commentary, just like with all the other 2K games, their commentary was fantastic, and their commentary was better than MLB the Show until they stopped making a game. And on top of that, and on top of that, they still have a better. They have the best pitch interface ever. Oh, oh, that analog, the analog, right analog stick pitching mechanic, mm-hmm. that needs to come back. That I mean, you you rotate the stick for certain pitches instead of just you using the rock and fire thing they had. On, it's crazy, had, man. No, it, it was it was beautiful and it, it flowed together because it made it seem like okay, I have to do this combination to throw this curveball. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it made you feel like you had to actually learn how to pitch yeah. from a controller. I, I'm I, I'm absolutely with you on that. Pooh says no more first party bullshit. I disagree. Yeah, I, I highly that, disagree with that. Take my status away for that. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's your second time now. They're already clamoring for you to lose your status. Pooh. Yeah, Pooh, let me tell you something. Your first strike was just deleting that comment. Just, <laughs> uh, just being trigger happy. This is your second strike. Come on, man. Yeah, slow down. But, no, I, I'm serious, man. I mean, I know y'all guys aren't fond of fever or whatever, but it doesn't have to be fever. I, I would love Microsoft to make a game. I would love Sony to make their own game, and I would love EA to have their game. I would love 2K to have the, Like, you have different companies making these titles. But I, I I will I honestly believe that if that was the case, I think the Microsoft game or the Sony game would surpass these other um these other companies. And it's tough yeah. with two K because two K is like a, they they make good really good sports titles. But I think if a game that's in house would be really good because um a lot of y'all don't too much care for FIFA 04. You can make a case where FIFA 04. I didn't have an issue with it, but. Uh. I mean, you can make a case where Fever was on the was up there with 2K at one point. No, I mean not 2K4, 2K5, but what? Fever. No, 2K3, seriously. he means. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Not, I'm sorry, no, no, man, no, no, no. Was, he said his elbow got in the way. I'm a poo. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm man, take his damn man. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about to say? Sony needs to make a football game. I think Sony could make a good football game if they. Use the tech that they have with um MLB the show and those 989 guys gotta go away. Um yes, 989 had good intentions there through days gone. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah, yeah, you see how that goes. You know, right? <laughs> and you know what? Stuff. You said no, you walked into you walked that into that one, DJ. Exactly. You walked into that one now. You can't get mad at nobody but yourself. I you thought he was gonna say this too. They were uncharted. I'm like, oh shit. Well, you know, he's like because I want them, I want them to be around to put out another siphon filter game. So yeah. Mm. No, but I like uh, like on a serious note, I think game day had good intentions. They they just could not execute to save their lives. The player models weren't bad. I like some of the catch catch animations, but the game itself was just it was just no trash. Yeah, it was just no garbage. I mean, the inside, the interior linemen 
they could not block with the dam. Uh, I, I I think they're they're saying that the best thing about game day and game breaker was the catch enemy. They had really good catch animations, but man, all 99's uh fucking sports video games are garbage. Hey, wait a minute, man. Well, that ain't not yet. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Name one. I have to dig back my <laughs> Okay, I'll give you uh, a couple well, no, of the, the NBA the shootouts were okay. The baseball games weren't bad when they were 99. A couple of the NBA shootouts were okay. Um, yeah, some were. Oh, now I think 99 terrible. was good. No, no, the, the NBA, the, no, was it NBA shootout? Because NBA shootout. Now you're talking about, yeah, was NBA talking about uh, the life or whatever. Yeah, whatever, whichever was the 0-9 version was terrible. Didn't somebody or... turn that into like a YouTube series at one point? Yeah, yeah somebody did. did. I remember one time me and UC704, shout out to him wherever he is. Me and him were talking about um, Shootout 09, and it was like he, he said that he was going to buy it. And I told him not to. And he hit me back. He's like, man, I, I should have saved my $5. <laughs> it was terrible, man. He's like, I told you not to get it. Man. It was terrible. Um, uh, first party, uh, first party sports titles always will be something that will we will clamor for. I think if competition comes back, uh, I, I I honestly believe that these consoles should make a game, um, probably before 2K, because I I think that with Sony's technology and you see what to- Sony does with all the other for- first party games outside of Days Gone, they do a high quality and um. Microsoft, they're no slouch either. I mean, they do pretty good with their stuff as well. Despite what folks are saying about Days Gone is the fastest selling first party game. Well, so, shit, they had fucking two years of anticipation, and then it, it do, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because God of War could have been the fastest selling, yeah. but no, not Look, anymore. Yeah, and Frank not Ocean anymore. and Frank Ocean's gonna have the highest selling in the first week R and B fucking album is gonna be garbage, just because he said he's gonna put it out five different times and didn't put it out. Man, just go go out and get Days Gone is a good game. Just. I still got my seven dollars right here. Wait, I'm joking. They put out they put out the patch. I thought about getting it, but once it's five dollars. Oh, it was patched. Yeah, it was patched. Okay. Yeah, it's been patched. Okay. I might I might boost that up to to $10. Nah, I'm I'm gonna save my money. (laughs) Um Pooh said want a Sony football game. Really want people to just snatch a PS5. I don't care what people do with their money. I I mean people ain't snatching a PS5. Five, so, but my thing is, I really, I, 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 I truly think if these first-party sports titles come out and they do, I'm not so much basketball, I know, but I know football. Sony and Microsoft has the pedigree to put out a decent game if they really wanted to. I mean, they were yeah. on the cusp, even though people could talk shit about Game Day. But you know, the thing is, I think if Game I mean, Day was big facts about Game Day. I think the thing about Game Day, if Game Day was able to be ported over or, or actually built for the PS3 instead of stopping at the PS2, I think we could have had something. Um, same thing with Fever. Wait a minute. I huh? thought they did have a bill for PS3 and put it out, and it didn't work. Did I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. I know yeah, because they released one before. Because well, I thought they released one that looked like that was a because P- PS3 came out when 2004, 2000. Uh-uh. Oh, okay, 06. yes, they did. I thought there was one that made it. It was just before. I don't know. I, 
No, because the last one like I know, I... the last one I know of was um, Game Day 05, and that was a PS1 exclusive. They didn't even put it out on the PS2. It was so bad. That's how garbage hey, man, it could have been. I thought it was on PS2. Yeah, the last mm-hmm. one that came out was was Game Day. I think it was either Game Day or Game Breaker 05. And it was so bad, it was a PS1 <clears throat> exclusive. It didn't even come out on PS2. So I don't know if one came out for the um for the PS3. I don't think it did. And Fever, I would love to see Fever for the PS, I mean for the um Xbox 360. I mean, I, I like the game personally. I, I thought the game was pretty good. But um let, let's talk about this St. Thomas thing. I'm going to put this thing up. A lot of people want to know what, well, they probably didn't, don't care, but a lot of people want to know about this St. Thomas situation, which wherever it just went off of my screen. Who's anyway, Thomas? there it is. St. Thomas uh, is a D3 school. And um, oh. they got kicked out of the conference because they were too good. So they're not in their conference anymore. Uh I want to get a better link. Uh, I want to get a better article because this article looks wonky. Nope, not Rutgers. Well, I'll, I'll just stick with this one. I'll stick with this one. All right, let's share this so people can see it. Sorry for the for the delay. I just wanted to try to get a better one for everybody. But anyway, um, it says right here. Too good. D3 St. Thomas recent success get them kicked out of the conference. <laughs> Division three power uh, football powerhouse St. Thomas have to leave Minnesota Intercollege inter- Athletic Conference. <laughs> Minnesota Intercollege Athletic Conference. That's weird. The the they announced yesterday that St. Thomas will involuntarily leave the conference low, no later than 2021. Thomas have been a conference dominant football program in recent years. And it rubbed the fellow conference members the wrong way enough to get them pushed out of the conference. <laughs> but what what do you guys think of this? I, I need to know what their record is because this is actually interesting. Like, what the fuck is this? What what do y'all think about this? Well, listen to this. So St. Thomas has won 118 games in Coach Glenn Caruso's 11-year tenure, many of them by absurd margins. In, 20, <laughs> in 2017, the team shut out two different uh, shut two different opponents out and scored a combined 181 points in two games. <laughs> Yo. Yo, hold on. They, they scored a combined 181 points. That means they averaged about 90 points a game. <laughs> yo, yo, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm convinced that the reason these dudes are in D3 is because they couldn't make the grades for D2, and they're just out here cooking dudes, and they're like D1 talent. They, they got to be. Uh, yeah, what? I'm thinking the same thing. This. Hey, NA, NA said, isn't that the conference count Anderson got locked up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I'm gonna click this link and see what the other conference members had to say. This is interesting. Um they like thank the, like, the stars. It was tired of getting our asses. Oh yo, look at this. <laughs> I'm gonna highlight this. Where schools, the schools that are behind the movement is unclear, but according to several sources, it's primarily a football issue. Last year, oh, St. Thomas they beat Augustine, Carleton, Hamline, and uh, St. Olaf by a combined score of 263 Yo. to 14. <laughs> Yo, look, hey, at least they lost two games. Oh. It says. Um, 
Poop wants to know why, why do why I have poop? a why I got torn up. Yeah, here? I'm about to say. I saw oh no, it. no, seriously, I have torn up here because of some of my PS3 games could not be combined, and I I use some of my PS3 games that I legally uh, own. I got them through a torrent site, so I I, I couldn't get them on my PS3. My jump over PS3. I know right pirate when I see pirate. All right. Yeah, I know he knows it, right? But no, seriously, I have torrent because of some of the games I cannot put on my PS3 or my PS2. Well, hey, even my original Xbox, all three of them are jailbroken. Then I can't get on there by burning them to the, the console. I just use Torrent. I, I download it through that. No, I, I I have too many games to be pirating games. I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but um, here's another one. Uh, they're mostly shrugs for the Tommy's frequently titles throughout the fall, spring, and spring sports calendar until Coach Glenn Caruso arrived in 2008 as the football coach quickly built the powerhouse. The Tommies posted lopsided victories over the Mayak second division teams in a three-week period in 2017. They defeated Hamlet 84 to nothing and St. Olaf 97 to nothing. <laughs> yo, let me tell you what, yo, let me tell you what this shit's gonna start getting ugly though. It says conferences like the MIAC simply can't kick a school out for being too good. These rules, there are rules against that sort of thing. So MIAC schools will have to find another reason to get rid of them. That's what's just really going to start getting ugly. <laughs> yeah. If Pooh said it should jump up to Division two, I, I agree. If you're beating teams this bad, I think you should try to make more money by moving up to Division two. Man. But this is ridiculous. Like, but what I want to talk about prior to this, like, um, what what are you guys um thinking about? Um, you think if this could set a precedent for other schools or other um, conferences to do something like this? I mean, what what do you guys think about this? Do you think it's fair, or should the other teams just step their fucking game up and stop getting their asses whooped, or do you think they should just move to D two? That that has me question the other teams' recruiting practices. Definitely. Like you, you mean to tell me you can't find players that possibly could be playing in a higher division to come to your school? Like what's going on to your school that you can't get the bench warmers from high school to come to your school and play some decent football to where they're not getting shut out? Females are probably I, ugly. I, I would have to question that. <laughs> <laughs> question the other teams. I would be worried about expelling the other teams. Like you guys suck. You guys need to get out. You know that that it kind of backs up that whole theme of every, like participation trophies and stuff. That's like definitely that. what it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. getting tired of winning too much. Let's get rid of the winners out of the division. But so how could can you win feel too. comfortable winning the next year, knowing you didn't beat that souped up ass school that just beat you hundred and two to zip? But let's be honest, the are, they really, are they really souped up or are the teams just that bad? I think, I think the teams I think, are just I think that it's a combination. Bad. I think it might be a combination of the two. Yeah, because I'm starting hey. to think. I, I'm not sure if a D3 school could get that kind of talent to just run rough shot. I, I, I think it, it might be a little bit of both. I think they may get one or two good players, maybe three. And one those three players are like superstars compared to everybody else on both sides of the of the of the teams. Like they might get like this oh, they... badass four star running back that didn't want to go nowhere else. He wanted to stay home. So that <laughs> four star running back that could have went to Ohio State probably end up going there and just he's probably rushed for like three thousand yards or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's the running back. What about the lineman that had the block for him? I'm like, did you get the same type of talent there too? 
Yeah, that's like, true. It's, it's just so many different – because it's, it's 11 positions out there on the football field on each side. And it, you mean to tell me that you can't – that these other teams can't recruit at least one person? That one person's probably out there getting their ass with, right with the competitive? team. Oh, and listen to this. The last, um, the last paragraph of this. St. Thomas didn't win more than seven games in a season in the 10 years before Caruso became the team's coach. The, after the team was seven and three, his first season, St. Thomas has gone one oh three and fourteen in the years since, and made the D three national championship games in twenty twelve and twenty fifteen. So wait a minute, they didn't even win all. They didn't even win national championships. That's what I'm saying. The, but they only won two times in the last what? To, what they only won two times. So yo, so apparently saying. it's official. They did get kicked out. Yeah, yeah, they got kicked out. They got kicked out. They did. Well, yeah, because it said involuntarily as of what twenty twenty one, they're gonna be out. Yeah, they said so. They're gonna they're gonna run rough shop on it for the next two years. You know what's crazy is they founded this. Um, they founded this con- conference. It says ninety nine years after helping found the Minnesota Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, St. Thomas has been kicked out. That's crazy. That's crazy. I put this shit together. Yeah, now get your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean seriously. I think um, if they get kicked out, then well, they got they've gotten kicked out. They should just go ahead and move up to Division Two. But uh, like I said, what about other conferences? I mean, NANA just said Alabama to go independent. <laughs> I mean, but you, you got to think about it. Like, what about other conferences? I'm pretty sure there are other D three conferences, there are other D two conferences that are out there that may have this issue. There are some high school conferences that may have this issue. If this like with this happening. How likely would it be to see other, you know, conferences, not even in college, like high school or little league or, or hell, maybe even in division one. Yo, let me tell you something. This shit might be an issue across all sports. Cause I'm reading this right now. It says St. Thomas has won 15 national titles since the MIAC became affiliated with NCAA division three in 1973 more than any other conference school in the oh, past Lord. 10 years st thomas has been miac's champion or co-champion in the eight biggest sports 57 times oh so this, this is not so this is not just a football this team. isn't just a football team <laughs> oh god I tell you wow. is they're recruiting they either they're doing something they're doing, they're doing something they're doing outside of regular that, recruiting yeah they're doing big things at that school is, is this not this is not just a football issue well one thing i read is that it says with an undergraduate enrollment of 6,300, St. Thomas has grown to twice the size of the MIAC's next largest undergraduate um, populations, 2,900 each at St. Olof and Bethel. So they just have a bigger school as well. Schools began debating the idea of changing the MIAC's enrollment limit, something that would require nine of the conference's 13 schools to endorse. So, well, And there was also no now, vote. Yeah. By the way, yeah, it's too late now. They're already out of it, so I mean, they already been That's expelled. So it, it sucks. So, I mean, this is I not. I want to keep an eye on this school. I'm a, I'm gonna watch them throughout the next few years. I want to see what happens to them because this is actually interesting. Just to see what happens with them being, you know, this good in this conference, and just see what happens. Let's say if they do go to another uh, conference, and let's see what they do, not only in football but with their other schools as well. I'm, I'm gonna keep an eye on them, and maybe you know, three months, six months, maybe to a year from now, we'll see what they're doing. This actually kind of got me interested in the school per se, but I want to see what happens like 
do other conferences and school follow if they feel like, oh, you won three national titles in a row. We're going to St. Thomas your black ass. You know, we're going to St. Thomas your black ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, I don't have any. Oh, go ahead, DJ. Yeah. I wonder, would it have been better if they would get, if those teams were getting beat 40 to nothing and not 80 to nothing? Like two games worth of scores being done by one team in one game. Hold shit. I want to see the I want to see the highlights of that 84 to nothing bro. game and that 97 bro. nothing game. I, bro. I need to look up and see if they have highlights for those. Yo, What's I looked up holy shit. Send me the link so I can put it up. What what are you talking about? I looked up some stats from this past season. Oh Lord. Pat, pat, okay. Pass the so everybody can see him. Tell me somebody passed for 100 touchdowns. This Hold on. I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm send you the link. Yeah, send me on. the link so I can put it up so people can see it and I'll let you talk about it. <laughs> this is not. Yo, a couple of these games. <laughs> yo, a couple of these games got ugly. Uh, Let me send it. I, I really need you to think? see like If they got the – if somebody can send the link to, like, some, if, if these games that cut <clears throat> these people out, the 84 to nothing game. Or the the ninety seven. I want to see like yeah, the ninety seven nothing game. Yeah, that would have been the one. Yeah, that... I, I, I just I just want to see the tackling. <laughs> I want to see the tackling. <laughs> I want to see the tackling. Yeah, I want to see the tackling of the other team. I mean that 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 would be beautiful to watch. I just want to see. All right, here come the stats. Tommy Sports. Uh, hold on. Or recent recent games, bro. They averaged two hundred and sixty six yards rushing per game. Oh Lord, let me let me put this. Oh God, let me put <laughs> only. Damn, they just ran all. They, they literally ran they all over. Allowed ten points per game. Let me put ten. this up so you can see it. All right, here it is, Let's so you guys it. can see it. If it is schedule up. and results, here we go. Okay, Osberg seventy-six to seven. All, all oh, that, Osberg. That game was seventy-three. Oh, those October games. It starts in September. They, oh, they I, I only got the recent games. Hold on, I need to pull up the. Oh, I got, I got all. Of them. Sca- I got, where'd you find? Okay, okay, I got him. 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 I pulled it up. They got, they got video of this. Oh. Yo, yo, I need to see this at another time. Yeah, I guys. Okay, Trinity let me look International. At the box look at this, this first look at this, game. Look at this. Trinity International. Seventy-six six to seven. seven. He scored 34 points in the first quarter. Yo, they ran for 386 in that first game. <laughs> yo, Hamline, 62 to nothing. They ran for 314. Bro. They actually have a PDF of the, I don't know. What, Eau Claire. Okay. They played Eau Claire, 49 to nothing. They only ran for 222 that time, but they passed for 315. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Eight <laughs> returns for 230 yards? St. Thomas could agree. It did two kickoff returns for 108. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Uh, Mo- Concordia, Moorhead, they didn't do too well on that one, but they won 46 to 7, but they only th- threw for 224 and ran for 166. Well, they had one interception. And two fumbles. They played Ooh, Osberg shit. 73 to 14. They ran for 344. Yo, they kind of got a balanced attack here because some games they throw for over 300 yards. Yo, they actually lost <clears> the <throat> game to St. John's 40 to 20. What does St. John's do to beat them? That's yo, what they do. Yo, St. John's borrowed some players from Alabama. That's yeah, what they did. Yo, that's the game I want to see. What the hell did y'all do to beat them? 
<laughs> well, force them to pass probably, because they're yeah. not a very good passing team. No, because they see. they threw for wait they threw man, times. But they the yo so, Bills they ran for two seventy one in that game still. Bro, but that's what I'm but saying. St. John's was also a good team too. They were six and zero when this happened. Okay, okay. Carlton, but I don't think St. John's is in this league though. Carlton, they made because this was a away game, and it's not like let's see. Hold up, let me see if they have the conferences. Uh, damn, I want to see what what the standings are because Carl Carlton won sixty eight to nothing. They ran for four forty five against Carlton. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Their running back ran for 1,200 yards on 151 rushes. What? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga averaged 8.4 yards per carry. Jesus Christ. Yo! 17 touchdowns. on arcade mode. Yeah, I'm this looking at Josh, Josh, Josh Parks. Josh Parks, 151 yards rushing. I mean, 151 attempts, 1,266. Oh, by the way, folks, that's 10 games. Yeah, that's it through 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's just crazy, man. He's almost averaging a first down per rush. Right. That's his average. That is crazy. Yo, let me look at the. Oh, order. wait a minute. St. John's is in their conference. Yeah. That's okay, crazy. and they're playing. Okay, they played Olaf, St. Olaf 60 to nothing. They ran for 303 in that game. The last two games was like I don't know what happened here, but they, I think they must have put like the third string in or something. Bro, they, I'm telling you, their team be having a lot of dudes ineligible. <laughs> Yo, that last two games they played, they won 14 to 13, and they only ran for 164 and passed for 150. They had to be backups in that game, and they lost to Bethel, and they only ran for 49 yards that game. Yo, that game they played against Bethel, that dude, that running back was not in the game. There's no way. There's no way Josh Parks was in that game when they only ran for 49 yards. And they barely <laughs> beat, what, Gustavus Adolphus? Yeah. 14 to 13 the week before? Yeah, them, those last two games, the backups was in the game, clearly. Bro, their leading tackler had 58 tackles. What that tells me is the other team barely had the ball. <laughs> well, you look at the time of possession. I mean, it's over here. God. Yeah, they had to sit down all the starters for yeah, and and they had to put down they had to sit down all the starters in in, in the last two games. But that's that what I'm saying. To... Just imagine if their running back played like the whole time in all those games. Yo, that's that dude could have he probably would have had over seventeen hundred yards, bro. Maybe more seventeen hundred. He if he played Man. well, you yo, you did say if he played all throughout the entire game. That's that's cool. what I'm saying. So he he'd a, probably have like uh, close to two thousand in ten games. So look how much yards they allowed per game. Thirty one yards allowed per game, bro. <laughs> Thirty one yards rushing the game. Now I will say this. I will say this. I played D three ball for a little bit before I went to my music school. D three ball is a joke. Well, I mean, which is why know, I think, which is no, why I think, uh, you know, somebody, somebody is the, the, uh, that played D three ball is a shutdown. Uh, and never mind. Let, let's uh, keep going. Let, let, let's go on. Let's keep going. What Steve, you saying now? What you I was saying, saying I, I played D three. You know, I, I killed, but it was boring because, like I said, there's not a lot of talent there. No, D three does not have a lot of talent. So they must be the one team that just has a bunch of dudes who can't make grades. I, I, I need to know who this coach is. This coach must be doing a hell of a job recruiting. No, that's my, he got to be. 
Motherfucker took the dudes off the street who could play football. But I, need can't to go find, to class. I, need, I need to find out how the hell he got Josh Parks. Because that 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 dude look like he's he, that that dude sounds like he's a pretty good running back. I mean, shit, look at the stats. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but not, I mean, yeah, D, D3, I, I played D3 for like a couple months. It, it was, it, I want to know if this guy ever actually, you know, tried to go to the pros or whatever. This Josh Parks guy. I, I'm actually interested in him. I'm gonna look him up. Like I feel like this team would get absolutely eaten alive, and even D two. Yeah, I think they will. But I mean, the fact that they're dominating people like this, they need to go ahead and. Uh, yeah, for people on their level, I mean, holy shit, it's like you know, it's like fucking Lombardi Packers. Okay, they got some highlights of him. Oh boy. I, I would show him here, but I know it's gonna glitch out because there's all this streaming and stuff. I, you guys can find him on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it'll, it'll look bad. When your lead tackler only has 57 tackles? They don't have a weak media on that. The team is barely touching the ball. They're getting it and turning it over. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to look up more about this guy later. Cause I wonder if he – I mean, he. I'm just curious about it. I wonder where he, where he is. Just, just curious. Anyway, I, I don't have anything else. Uh, what y'all got for anything else y'all want to add to the podcast? I think this has been another good mm. episode as usual. Nah. Yeah, not really. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep up with this St. Thomas story. I, I really want to see what happens to the team. If they go D2 or if they just fall off and all of a sudden they, they suck like everybody else. Or... <laughs> it, it's, it just I'm a little interested in that. Um, um, side note, uh, real quick, um, loot box um bill is being um is being uh introduced yeah no it's not not only has been introduced it's actually catching attention to both sides of the aisle um a lot of guys are in congress actually in agreement of the loot box bill being possibly passed so um a lot of guys in congress are looking into that so that's going to be interesting to look into as well uh also um we all know the situation with Robert Kraft. Um, they're saying that the information that they got, the evidence on him was uh, not um, obtained legally. So he may uh, be um, be getting off, like regardless, even if he was convicted, he would be getting off anyway. Like I said before, these guys who get in trouble with this stuff only get a slap on the wrist. So regardless, camera man, no- that, that man just wanted a warm mouth. Leave him alone. Yeah, that was it. Camera, no camera. Even <laughs> if he was convicted, he would have probably paid a fine and walked away anyway. I mean, yeah. people were like up in arms, like he should have got the death penalty. No, right. I mean, these type of crimes are vice crimes. Uh, look it up, vice, V-I-C-E, vice crimes. They don't, mm. they don't garner much attention as far as to their record. They're not going to – nothing's going to happen to them. The regular Joe gets a slap on the wrist. Uh, a privileged – I'm going to say privilege. I hate to say that, but a privileged old white rich man is not going to get anything different than the Joe Smo on the street. But uh, so, Bob just Bob just wanted a happy ending, fam. We won. Exactly. And they, and they asked about do we know about the Pacific Pro League um, by Tom Brady's agent. I heard about it. There's not much information on it, so I haven't talked about it yet. Once more information comes up, we will talk about it. But initially, off the top of my head, I see AAF written all over it. Um, <laughs> that, that personally, I do. I mean, you they, know, Tom they, Brady ain't gonna put no fucking money behind no, it. No, I mean, if the AAF didn't succeed, I don't have any faith in any of this stuff. That's why I'm kind of skeptical about the XFL. I mean, oh. the, the AAF should have been should have been should have succeeded. It was a great product. One last thing, 
for any folks that are listening right now that watch wrestling still and you hate WWE, make sure you check out the new promotion that has major money behind them this Saturday because they have their first pay-per-view AEW forty nine ninety nine. I need you guys. Oh, it's fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, I thought it was forty nine ninety nine. No, it's fifty nine. I saw it on Fight TV. I need you guys. We're gonna talk about this offline. I need you guys this weekend to help me out to get back in tune with this wrestling shit because I want to. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious. I want to, but I I I can't do it myself because I'm I I just can't get interested on my own. So because not only I want to be interested in it, I do want to add it to the podcast because I even though a lot of people say. Wrestling is dying. This that and third. No, wrestling is still is, is popular as people may not think it is. It yeah, folks. So anybody in the chat, actually put in the chat if y'all still watch wrestling or not, so we get a gauge of you know. Yeah, who, who watches wrestling? wrestling yeah, who wants to hear about it? Because I, I I'm interested in adding it to the podcast because I, I really want to get back into it. I just can't. I I need some help into it. I, I I'm not afraid to say I I, I want to get into it, but. Uh, I can't do it alone, but these two guys here, they're really good at following it. They know about it way more than I do because after 2003, I don't i don't know nothing about it. Honestly, I don't. Well, Hell, my, wife, you, my wife even knows about – she's more up to date with wrestling than I am. You picked, a good, you picked a good year to stop watching. I'll tell you that much. Oh hmm. three. <laughs> yeah, like once oh three came, I was done, man. And it's like it's not that I, I didn't like it or nothing. I just – was doing other things and like right. like I said, my my wife was telling me about this cat named Randy Orton. I was like, who the hell is that? He's a wrestler. And I was like, what? Because she knows about it more than I do. I mean, honestly, she does. It's, it's kind of sad, but but um, if somebody asked you who Billy Bob Orton was, what would you say? I, I I the only Billy Bob I knew was the one that was with DX, and that was his name, right? Billy Bob, the Mr. Billy Ashton. Gunn. Yeah, that, that Billy it, Gunn. Exactly. That's how much I know. <laughs> That's how much I know, but um, yeah, help me out, guys. I, I really uh, like this weekend. I'm not working, so I need to get on PSN with you guys. That's another thing I need to do. I need to be more, but you know, KB3 he 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 demands my time at times. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with that. First of Frame Rate 68 yep, is coming exactly. to a close, man. Another great podcast with my dudes, man. Another great podcast touched on a lot of topics, a little more diverse. Trying to keep it le- that way, not um, just linear with one game and one topic. No, no shots at other podcasts, but you know, we we try to be diverse. We try to keep everything rolling and everything fluid, so and anybody and everybody can come in and, and take something away from the podcast. Um, you can catch us on Twitter. I'm BF Baller. You can catch Bills, Bills Force, DJ DJ eighty one. All the links down in the description for how you can catch us outside of live streaming, um, iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, uh, I I don't know if I told you guys we got our first rating in our iTunes of uh of what people think of the podcast. A couple, I think it's a couple people actually gave us a rating, and all of them were five stars. So okay, great. Hmm. five stars okay. on iTunes. Um, SoundCloud, we get um a couple of likes on SoundCloud. The five star to... first in frame rates podcast. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. We might have to turn it into that after a while. Should. I know. I know. Keep it up. So, like, seriously though. You guys go to those um platforms and rate those podcasts and uh, share them. Uh, it does help us get more recognition. So when people do search for regular podcasts, we'll be up there with the other ones. Um, I noticed that there's a lot of podcasts that are out there. They're trying to do their own little spin on certain things that are like way in the weeds of certain topics. And um, it, it's hard to keep up with them. But us, we try to keep the 
the main topics forefront. We try to do our own thing with them, and and we do appreciate everybody who do come around that do listen live or non live. We do appreciate it. Um, Bills, you got anything before we go? Just a little bit of uh wisdom, something that I posted the other day on Facebook. Anybody who has a dream they're pursuing, uh, take it from me, you got to fall in love with the process before you can appreciate the end result. It's all about falling in love with the process to get there. So just keep that in mind. Anybody who's striving for something, chasing their dream, remember that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you're trying to do, man, you know, stick with it and have a plan with it. And like I said, you got to be passionate about it. But if it's your dream, I'm pretty sure you have a passion about it already because it's your dream. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Like this podcast right now. Yeah, this podcast right now, like before – YouTube even came up. I mean, I'll share this before I let DJ go. Um, before this podcast came about, before even the virtual football channel, um, I was a big fan of talk radio and the Tony Bruno show that was on Madden. And I was like, man, I want to be, I want to do something where I can talk about sports. It wasn't necessarily about the game and stuff, just talk about sports. But it was, you know, back then it was this was what 2003. YouTube wasn't around back then. You know, but it's something I always wanted to do. And with the Tony Bruno show, when Madden came out with that, I was like, yo, that's pretty dope. I really want to do that. And it kind of forefronted me to actually do things with it. But this podcast thing is was something that I really wanted to do. This is not just something that happened back in 2015 and 2016. I've been wanting to do something like this for almost, you know, 15 years now. It's It's been a long time. And, you know, the nine people that's in here listening, I mean, I hope and pray and I want to push for us to be 900 watching. You know, I want us to be 9,000 watching with, with you know, another 20,000 downloading us on, on the podcast Attic or iTunes or SoundCloud. You know, people actually, you know, want to, you know, pay for a product like when we pass out or when we um, put out merchandise for you guys. You know, I, I have I, this is my passion. This is my dream. And like I said, I don't care if, you know, eight or nine people in here right now. Long as those eight or nine people are actually listening and actually enjoy what we're talking about, that makes me want to go and bring more ideas to the forefront for the next episode. Mm-hmm. So I really do appreciate you guys and and we're going to keep going, you know, you know, just thanks for the support. Um anything you want to add DJ before we go? I just hope my ribs heal fast enough so I can play in these playoffs. Um because I'm 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 a playoff player. I, I live for these live for those type of moments. And oh, so you're the opposite of James Harden, safe to say. Pretty much. I'm like my last name is Jordan, so oh, here we go. It's here something I have to live up. To. It's something I've been living up to my whole entire life. It was like everybody they, when I was growing up in where I'm at now, they would they they knew. They would knew they knew that I would be the one to trust in the final seconds of the game, whether it was basketball, whether it was football. I got state title for, you know, a clutch play. Uh, yeah. Other than that, it's just I think in at the end of the day, I want to turn it into coaching. But just like VF, I also want to be a part of a podcast that talks about sports and many other uh, subjects. 
Uh, I know I talked about that with, with my girlfriend and I talked about it with, with others as far as always wanting to talk about sports. So it's one thing that I know I've been able to express myself like versus any other field I've worked in or whatever. Sports has been the only field that I've been able to truly express myself 100%. So I'm right there where VF is. I want to make sure this thing grows and grows into a giant. Yeah. You know what? And with that being said, since you you just said what you said about sports and Bill's already wanted to talk about it, next week our topic need to be our first, you know, experience with sports because now it's like I'm I'm not even going to put it on the poll for next week. We're just going to talk about it because I think it's something that that'll be interesting all three of us. We can actually be, you know, candid and be honest about how we, you know, take sports and how serious we take not only sports in general, but to a degree, this podcast. I mean, this podcast is small right now, but I mean, even with, you know, all of our interworkings and what we do in our personal lives, we do have a passion, even if it's not just this podcast, we do have a passion for sports and we love to talk about sports. So, um, and, and, and before I go, one more thing. Um, Spectacular Pooey's uh, one of our mods that's in the um, chat. He has... Um, Not for his- long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps it up. He <laughs> but um, he has a, a dream himself. I always see him posting it on Twitter about him streaming and doing this, that, and third. And he's been getting a lot of support from other people that, outside of us. You guys need to go check him out and um, see what he does on his streams because... I've watched him even when he didn't have too many people watching his stuff. I see him slowly growing, and you know that's something that he's passionate about. And I'm you know, like, fu- oh, go ahead. Well, you know the funny thing is, is that you know that the, the term that he that he's using to like get this momentum going has been through like lurking. Right. So I, I find it funny that lurking is actually uh, helping him and helping others. So I'm like. We would, you normally make fun of that and roast him on the fact that he's just stalking channels and getting other people to stalk other channels, but you know it is working. So can't, can't hate power. on that. Stalking and power. <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should be his motto. You know it should be in his bio and his uh. Hey, stalking hey, power. F- fuck it, Pooh. You have no shame, and I'm not gonna have any shame when Limbo comes out. I'm gonna be putting that shit in every Bleacher Report mention section. I'm gonna be putting that shit everywhere so yeah, trust me you know hey, we did kind of work it into the last podcast we, we yeah we did each we did. had our moments so yeah, yeah so definitely uh you guys catch us like i said itunes soundcloud share the podcast <laughs> let everybody know what we're trying to do over here let everybody know we're the best the greatest smallest podcast out there and we're going to try to continue to grow to be the best biggest podcast so um, right, I know somebody's phone's ringing. Let them catch really? that. Really, <laughs> we tried to finish clean every week, and something has got all. Yeah, that. somebody's calling my house. Of course, it's all good. But um, catch y'all guys next Thursday, seven thirty. Uh, like I said, at least one of the topics we're gonna talk about our first experience and our first uh introduction to sports and and how it molded us to who we are today, and Dude. all the other topics that happens throughout the week. So um, oh, hold on. He's a tenant full cell university for game designer. August Chris, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I know we're about to close out, but um, keep pushing for that, man. Maybe you'll be able to oh, cool. make a pretty good game for us, you know, regardless of what it is. Yeah, so, so make sure everybody tunes in next week. Everybody's lucky number, episode 69. 
next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 7.30 p.m. We'll be live Thursday. You guys take it easy. Peace. Peace.